What's good, y'all? My name is Jonathan Dumas, and this is the Real Talk with Dumas podcast, where I have real conversations with the people I see every day because we don't know what we miss until we miss them. And y'all got another dope episode for you this week. And when I tell you it's dope, I'm not joking. I know I say that every week, but every week it's so true. But first, programming reminders. Number one, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. It really helps folks discover the show. Number two, follow RTWD on IG at RTWD Podcast. You know, send your boy a DM. Thoughts on your favorite episode, any constructive feedback, or just say hi. And then for those of you that are like, yo, Jonathan, I've been listening to you for a while. You know, you've been on, you've been with me during my commute. I've gotten to know you. I've learned from you. I just want to support you beyond just listening. And hey, listen, I hear you. And I have two ways for you to do that. Number one is to join the Real Fam Patreon page. You know, it's really helpful if you support us monthly. But if you're like, hey, my bank account doesn't work that way, that is okay. Because the second way to do that is to slide your boy um, a coffee donation. And that's just a one-time donation to support the show. It really helps run the show. Like you're literally supporting the show financially. It's, It's running because this thing is not free and a huge shout out to those who are already in the real fam i really really appreciate you all right y'all now on to my guests this week i am joined by alex o and nikolai borisov co-founders of and partners at olay an engagement design company their current work explores the intersection of personal development and company culture asking how do people connect more deeply with themselves with their work with others and within their community they believe in a world where people show up more fully in every aspect of their lives after my own heart people who lead with their heart and purpose and where meaningful work and connections are the norm in our conversation we talk about their work at olay we have a little social journaling session and don't worry we will explain what that is and we explored further this idea of connection others with ourselves and within our communities. This was an incredibly fun and insightful conversation that I am so excited to have. All right, y'all, here's Alex and Nikolai. Alex, Nikolai, how are you doing? Welcome to the RTWD podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thanks for having us. This is super exciting, happy to be here. Yes, absolutely. All right, so I know I always read like a short little bio, but I love for folks to just like introduce themselves who they are just from their own words. So I know Nikolai, you can go first. Like who is Nikolai? Share a little bit with the real fam about who you are. Mm, such a good question and dangerous. You didn't put any parameters on that. <laughs> I loved it. I love dangerous. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, I love food. Yes. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, that's actually how some of what some of my most dear friendships have started is over food. Mm. But I'd also describe myself as a as a listener. Mm. I think that in in the work that we do, but also in my personal life, I consider myself someone who deeply listens, who's curious, who tries to understand, and then hopeful. Mm. Like I would say I'm someone that's hopeful. Like the company that we've started, the work that we're doing, the way that I see the world, there's just a lot going on, especially the last couple of years. Things just keep getting crazier and crazier. And no matter what I'm doing, whether it's it's a project for work or my personal life or taking more classes or continuing education or, you know, exploring downtown Los Angeles where we live, trying to see the hope in humanity and trying to see the hope in what's possible in situations. I think it's the easier thing is to look at a situation and see it for what it is. It takes a lot of courage and strength to actually look at a situation with some hope and what it can be and yeah. possibility. 
I like that. Thanks so much. I know I didn't saying. give you a lot of information about myself. You gave me a so lot, actually. Hey, listen, I, I, <laughs> I like to see underneath the surface. That's the whole point of my show. You know what I'm saying? So like, I personally, you gave me so much. I really appreciate it. Alex, how about you? Can you share with us? Who, who is Alex? Absolutely. And Nikolai, I'm going to follow suit with how you kind of shared. So one of two things, like first thing, observer. Mm. I think that I can really get in that space. I love my solitude and solitude also being in the presence of people, but really mm. being able to kind of be on the bounds, like the boundaries mm. and be able to see like what is going on, what is happening, what is working. But I'm kind of also really curious and intrigued by what's not working and why isn't it working? Because I think that messiness between all sorts of connections is like the most interesting place to be. And it's also the place that I think you learn so much so much that you can do with that. And then the second thing for me, I would just say something along the lines of just like a creative warrior in terms of in my friend group, the people that know me, I can be quite the challenger. Like any personality test that I've taken, they're always like, okay, when Alex is quiet, you know what's coming up next, which is question after question after question. I think part (laughs) of that is like really my curiosity of like, Let's get down to it. Like, let's Mm -hmm. explore that unexplored territory to figure out how we're connected, how we're related, how we can move forward together. And for me, it's like such a creative process that's super interesting. And I also think those are the reasons why, like Nikolai and I came together, because Mm -hmm. both of the things that we identify as, in some way, we found is such an incredible balance. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love the hope. I love the creative warrior, the challenging. I think about my own experience of just like being the person that always sees the cup half full and not half empty and really like not seeing a dead end to things, right? Like, you know, I started my own company and there's plenty, as y'all know, plenty of roadblocks that come ahead, but you can't see them as like, you know, dead ends. You have to see like how, what, there has to be, there has to be another way. Like there is another way. I'm I'm, going to, I'm going to try and figure that out. And like, that's where even how I feel like when I ask questions <laughs> and I had a, I had a, a great conversation with my partner last night as she like was telling me a story and she said something that I was like, please tell me more about that. Like define that word. Because like, if you're saying this, that doesn't make any sense for what you just said. So I need you to define this word and then try to go on this whole philosophical rant about what, you know, punishing punishment is. And it, it's just all, it was, it was wild. Anyways, she was like, I get annoyed with that question asking just, you know, be, um, but I'm just like, I'm going to continue to challenge and ask questions too. So I, I totally, I totally relate to that so, so much. So I, I'm curious, like, so y'all have Olay and I I've explored the website, you know, I do my Googles and, and check y'all. I love what y'all are doing, but before we even dive into that, I'm curious, like, how did how did like the partnership like come together um, and y'all deciding to found Olay come to be? Because that's always, I always love to be nosy in that way because those are always cool things to see. Uh, it's a fun story because we didn't like each other when we first met. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was uh, running this accelerator program out of Los Angeles in partnership with the mayor's office. And I was taking my startup through one of their programs and when we first met, we just didn't drive. Our personalities did not connect. Mm. Actually, we met even before that. And she was like, you know, this person's super loud and annoying. And I'm like, she's super bossy and pushy. This is just not going to work <laughs> out. Like, we can't be friends. But then food. Food yes, and time brought it us all together. all comes back to food. Uh, Come on now. It, it always does. And I was sunsetting my startup. She was finishing her time at that organization. And 
we just came together and we're like, work is shitty. Mm. Like we need to change the way that we work. We need to figure out like why, why is work not working for us, but then also for other people. And that's how we started. Like it wasn't much more glamorous or like a more like amazing story besides that. And we've been on that journey ever since of just showing up as humans. Like we're asked to leave that side of ourselves, our humanity, when Mm -hmm. we show up to work and leave a part of who we are. And it's funny, even starting our own business, I still do that in our own business. And that's why I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful. I'm in a partnership because I show up and I'm like, oh, I have to do this, right? I'm a business owner. I'm in business with someone else. This is what businesses do. This is how we're supposed to act. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, we're trying to model and operate in a business world. So let me be businessy. And it's like, wait, this is like the opposite reason of like why we even started or like yeah. what the yeah. work that we're doing. So it's just, it's, it's so, it's so interesting and also like comical how it always just like comes back to myself and like the work that we are doing coming back to like the individual and that being kind of like the starting point of all the work that we do and the work that I need to continue to do as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add some things in there because our origin story, yes, <laughs> there's definitely do. like some details. I think as Nikolai shared, like we didn't like each other in the beginning and it's something that now in hindsight, I'm incredibly grateful for mm. because the ways that we didn't like each other or we were just like, oh, that person isn't my person. Mm. It was a misunderstanding ultimately, right? Mm. But we also yeah. viewed each other in a way that many people view us in the world. Like that is something that I come up against of like, oh, she is super challenging. She's pushy. She's bossy. And these are like frequent criticisms. And I think starting Mm -hmm. from that place of that misunderstanding, I think it gave us a deeper acknowledgement in each other of like, oh, wow. Like I was wrong, but also I now understand because I was on the other side of viewing Mm -hmm. this person this way. And so as I'm getting to know them, I can see that balance, but also we can stand guard over each other as we are doing our work, as we're meeting people, building community of like, you know what, Nikolai is going to be misunderstood in these ways, mm. but it's our balance that helps like us move forward and help create a stronger like foundation together. And I think that goes back to what Nikolai said of like, we're trying to be human. We are human and we're trying to see the humanity in each other. And that's such a human thing is to have assumptions, expectations, judgments. But it's like, what do we do with that? Are Mm -hmm. we going to breathe more space so that we can explore that and then knock those down? And then another thing too is like, yes, we decided to start a business together. But I also think our story was really unique in that right after we started our business, we went on a seven day bike ride. From oh, San Francisco awesome. to LA. <laughs> that's and so cool. <laughs> we are just camping. Yeah, we're camping the whole time and we're exhausted at the end of the day. So like for me, it's like what a way to start a business when you see someone who is incredibly exhausted, completely out of their element. And I think that was the week where we showed so many different sides of what makes us human mm-hmm. that it was even greater confirmation of like, yes, this is someone who I want to start this business with. That's so, that's so cool. I I think too, it's like sometimes people believe, and and maybe this is just me projecting again, but like you see like folks that start a business and then like they just get along great or like it just like, there's this like incredible, like you had this idea and I had it too and we're going to make this thing work. And this like, it it don't work like that. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. I think there's this glamification of, of, of like startup culture of like 
business partnerships and different things like that. And yeah, I, I feel like there's, I, I like the part about your story where there's like a, just such a human element to it that kind of gets lost in business. And like, I, I'm an organizational psychologist. So I like just studying, studying work, studying habits uh, within the workplace and, and seeing how people behave within work, like this idea and belief that you have to like leave that personal self outside of it is just like, but why? But because I've always questioned that part, but why? Because I mean, I'm black and like, it's very difficult to be black in corporate America, let alone America. And so like, you're asking me to leave like a very significant part of myself away from the workplace. How can I even like trust the person I'm sitting next to? How could I, you know, be authentically myself or share or be vulnerable in these spaces with this person I'm supposed to trust deeply if I'm told implicitly or sometimes overtly how to how to show up at work and again i just like the the fact about y'all's idea of like you're confronting this thing and like taking the time to get to know one another connect with one another you have this idea to start this business to change all of that right i just i just love that so much no i love that alex you brought this idea of like i believe alex i think you said this about like connection and and like really like trying to see the other person um, and see the humanity and like really understand like those things that you didn't necessarily mesh with or didn't like um, and trying to understand where they came from. I'm curious, like as y'all learned, as y'all learned about like that other side or, or see um, the other person, like how, how have like even the way y'all do business has changed? Like I'm curious about like when you go into a meeting, how are y'all even like in those spaces and allowing space for each other? if that question makes sense. Absolutely, it does. And there's uh, so many different thoughts about this. And the first one that I'll say is just like the gratitude to be able to enter spaces and experience this with someone else. Because mm-hmm. I think that we have so many different sides to ourselves, and how I often see it, it's like viewing like the inside of me as this lantern that has so many different doors and windows. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, as you spoke about Jonathan, is like when you enter a workplace, they're like, oh, can you please check this part of yourself? Yeah. at the door before you come in. And so for me, it's like they're closing certain doors on my lantern so less mm. light is able to come out. Mm. And a lot of times that's incredibly challenging because you're like, hey, I I can't just function with mm. this much light. Like I have this much light and this much to give, but I'm not being presented with the opportunity or the space to do so. And mm. so in having a partner, there's this one quote about like what the highest task between two people is to stand guard over each other's solitude. And for me, that really means that like in this partnership, in our working relationship, I have an advocate that Mm. advocates for me sometimes in settings that more so than I'm advocating for myself. And I think that has grown over us sharing so many different experiences, us experiencing so many different contexts of our lives together. But the biggest thing too, and which is at the core of our work is really around journaling, like this Mm. power of reflection. How can we build connection by reflecting like individually with other people and then with the larger community? Um, And I would love to invite Nikolai to talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. Trying to find that mute button. Where is it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think to like build on that too is like going back to asking ourselves like, why are we doing this? Like, what's the point? And like it needing to be something that's personal. 
Like it, it needs to be something that resonates with me. And at any point, if I'm disconnected with like my purpose or who I am or what I'm doing or the value that I'm bringing, then I'm just like going through the motions and that's what we don't want. And that's not the world. That's actually how we got to where we are. Mm-hmm. But Alex talking about journaling is like the power of reflection, the power of taking a moment and to see yourself outside of yourself, outside of your circumstance, almost as a friend would, as a confidant would. There's just so much power in that. And we, there's just not opportunities or space in our work lives where we can do that, where we can reflect, where we can actually just take time and assess like what's actually going on. And then to do it in community with other people who are doing it with where the social part comes in is, is just, it's simple, but it's groundbreaking because when was the last time you went to a meeting and someone was like, actually, we're just going to take a moment and I'll get on the same page and actually explore how, like, how is everyone experiencing this thing that happened at work? Mm-hmm. Like we actually want to know, we don't want to just a pulse survey and like collect data. Like we actually just want to take a moment to understand qualitatively, like what's going on. We want to mm-hmm. actually fill in the context of how people are interpreting this and understanding this because we all are coming from different perspectives. And that's been so powerful to see people share and begin to form this like collective understanding of a topic or a problem or a situation coming up. And all of that came from us personally doing it ourselves. So we're not out there teaching or facilitating something that is a nice to have. It's something that like we rely on and we do daily. Hmm. No, that's really cool. And I like the framing of like, just not nice to have. It's like, y'all are doing the work, encouraging, inspiring, empowering others to do that as well. But also it's like, also showing how vital it is for just us to be, live, exist, to have this reflection time. That's that's amazing. I, I love that. So, okay. So I would love to do that. Can we do that? Like a social journaling right now? <laughs> Absolutely, Jonathan. Do you have like from the conversation that we're sharing so far? Is there anything that you want us to all journal about? If not, like we can always suggest something as well. What do y'all do? Y'all have any suggestions right now? I mean, the go-to that for me that always resonates. And Alex, if there's another one that like comes up for you, please share. The one that always comes up for me is, "What do I need?" Mm. And just like taking a moment to explore because there's usually like a need behind the need. Our needs have needs. And it's yeah. trying to understand like at the core root of like exploring right now in this moment, personal, professional, whatever challenge that each of us are facing is just like exploring what is the need that's being met or unmet and journaling, reflecting, and then talking about it and doing it in community, maybe seeing what comes up. Alex, is, do you have direction or guidance on that? I think that's beautiful. I do want to ask though, Nikolai, I know you've been super into somatic breathing and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of times we don't even recognize that certain parts of our body are like screaming out for care or attention. Mm -hmm. So if you want to lead us through like a very short or however long you want it to be, whatever's appropriate, Mm -hmm. like a body scan. And then ask that question of like, what do you need by whatever our body's telling us? How does that sound? Yeah, I dig that a lot. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's 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 jump into it and get going. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get comfortable in your seat, uh, <laughs> if you're driving, please keep your eyes open. <laughs> There's no you can actually meditate and do a body scan with your eyes open. Actually in somatic practice, they recommend that your eyes are open. 
um, a lot of the times because that's how you live most of your life. Mm. So if you just want to take a couple of deep breaths on your own, whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like, get comfortable in your seat. This isn't a time to sit up or stand upright or do anything. This is a time to get present in your body and feel into your body. And then we're going to go ahead and just bring some attention. And what I mean by that is just think about your feet. If nothing is coming to mind, just imagine what it's like for your feet and your toes to be on the ground or the earth, wherever you are. Maybe you're feeling some sensations, some tingling. Maybe you're feeling some pokes and pricks. There's no right or wrong when we're together and we're exploring our bodies and breathing into our bodies. It's more about bringing awareness. And if you want to imagine what it's like to move on from your feet and your toes up your ankles and your calves, maybe to your kneecaps, imagining maybe the sun is beginning to shine and you're feeling the warmth on these parts of your body. And then if you could just bring some attention to your hamstrings, your legs, your hips, your waist. Is there any parts of your body that are asking for a little bit more attention? Is there any part that you can just take a deep breath into? Feeling that warm sun on your legs, your hips moving up to your stomach, your lower back, your mid-back, your chest, your upper back, your shoulders. Feeling that warmth of the sun, bringing awareness. Maybe you lift your shoulders up and down. Maybe you put a hand on somewhere that is a little bit achy. Observing what is going on. Bringing some awareness to our arms, our shoulders, our elbows, our forearms, our fingers. So many sensory nerve endings on our fingers to help us. Feeling that warmth, that sun shining. Moving on to our neck, our ears, our chin, our eyebrows, our nose mouth, forehead. The sun is fully shining on us. Taking a moment to just be. Taking a moment to just acknowledge our bodies 
sense into anything that's coming up. If you're comfortable putting a hand on a part of your body that may need a little bit more support or care. And asking ourselves, what is coming up? What are we feeling? For me, I'm feeling a little bit of a buzzing energy in my chest. Like there's a bee buzzing around in there. I'm also feeling some numbness and heaviness in my legs. Just taking a moment to acknowledge whatever is coming up, calling it out for what it is, connecting our bodies back with itself. And moving into the transition of journaling, what is coming up for you? You could take that any, any way that honors you. Maybe you want to journal and reflect on a feeling that you are experiencing. Maybe it's a thought that keeps coming back into your mind as you're trying to breathe. Or maybe it's simply just asking the question of what do I need in this moment or what is asking me to breathe a little bit more space into right now? So whenever you're ready, please take your time. Stay here if you need. And we'll take a couple minutes to journal on that and then come back together. For those of you who are not partaking in this social journaling um, exercise, you can go ahead and skip to about the 27th minute um, where we go ahead and do the debrief um, and everything like that. If you are doing the journal exercise, you can go ahead and partake, just take, you know, two, three minutes um, and then come back and, and do the debrief. Also, share those insights that you had with me. I'm so curious on, on what came up for you here. All right, y'all, back to it. Welcome back. Welcome back. would love to extend the invitation for whoever would like to share either something that they wrote or just maybe a feeling that they're having now after doing that or anything that's coming up. Alex, you want to go? Or do you want me to go? I can go. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I, um, so my, the, did y'all play with Play-Doh at all growing up? Okay. So, you know, if you left Play-Doh out long enough or neglected a little bit or didn't play with it, it gets hard. Like, that's, like, the feeling that I got. Like, that's the, that my body was, like, Play-Doh, but there was, like, certain parts of my body that were, like, hardening up. And, like, if you just put the just amount of water, like, back into it, it'll, like, bring that Play-Doh, be a little bit more malleable. But the word that kept, so, in particular, my left shoulder is, like, super tight right now. But, like, I repeatedly in my mind as I'm, like, rubbing my shoulder, it's, like, gentle. The word gentle keeps coming to mind which is like completely opposite of like how I typically tend to myself. Um, it's like, if I have like a soreness, I'm trying to like rub it out like aggressively or like dig deep into it to just get that knot out. Um, but the word just kept coming up gentle, 
gentle, gentle. And then like I'm, I'm digging into and sitting with the word gentle and then thinking about like not just my body that, that, that I'm like sitting with, but like how I'm like legitimately like treating myself, my whole person and like how I don't like I'm not gentle with my my person, like with myself. And so beyond just like the shoulder and rubbing my shoulder, like gently, softly, tending to it nicely and with kindness, but also like, how am I speaking to myself? How am I giving myself to be? How am I, how am I being gentle with like, even today I asked the question, like, am I wasting my time with my business? <laughs> like that was the question I was like talking with my, my partner about before I hopped on this. And so how do I be gentle with like, um, and Nikolai, I was even resonating with something that, that you said earlier of like showing up and being okay with how I show up to work because like, I don't, there's no, what's the word I'm thinking of? I guess there's no right way to be. I can just show up how, however, and like trying to let go of expectations. So just being gentle with myself. So that's mine. That's beautiful. Thank you. For me, sometimes I'll get these images and that was one of the things today. And so it was just showing like the singular tree in the middle of like nowhere. And I was like, this, this can't be it. Like my body knew, like, this is not what I was meant to see. And so zooming in, there was this ant hill, like near the tree. And there was a stream of ants kind of just like walking out in a line. And each of them was like carrying a pebble of food, like a pebble of nourishment. And I was like, where are you going? And so I start following this like train of ants and it takes me through all terrains. Like I'm walking on water, I'm going through forests, I'm traveling through deserts. It's just like all these different terrains. And before I know it, I had traveled around the whole world back to this anthill. And as I'm kind of seeing like, oh, wow, I'm back where I started, but just noticing that the ants, some of them have lost the pebbles that they were carrying. Some are like coming back with something different. Some of them are completely missing so that there are gaps in this like line back to this ant hole. And I did kind of get like a negative feeling about that. And so the big question that kind of came to me is like, am I okay with this? Like, am I okay with that? And I think that as I ask that question, I think I'm in a period right now that's asking me to shed things, whether they're shedding identities or roles or responsibilities and there's grief in that process. And I think that I have to like sit in the grief a little bit, but I think that it's not destructive because there is that part of me that even like within this image, there was so much sunlight and light. And so there is this confidence that like the shedding will help to make something beautiful, but not to be quick to create right now. Cause I'm not ready. And so just keep on asking myself the question of like, am I okay with that? And I don't have an answer, but that's something that my body and my mind keeps asking itself. For me, it was around expectations that I have on myself. And I just, my legs felt very heavy during the breathing and body scan. And I just felt very stuck. Like I couldn't run or move. And I was trying to understand why or who did this to me or like, why do I feel this way? And then I started to get really hard on myself because I was like, oh, I'm responsible for this. Like I put myself in this situation. And then just 
just being okay with like holding space that I can also be the one to get me out of this situation. Like I am the one that I'm like looking for, you know, I'm the one that I, I need right now to get out of this situation and just owning that. And also like not giving up my power, like to a savior or to someone else to save me. And so it's just like coming back to myself and what, how I am the one to hold myself back. And then I'm also the one to release myself in a way. So yeah, I was, I really needed to hear that for myself today. So that's like the first stage, but then like we share and we like so much of what and I'll stop talking. Cause I feel like I'm going to just like keep going, but like so much of what both of you shared, like I needed to hear in terms of like my reflection time and like what I'm going through and what's coming up for me is just like so, so relevant right now. And by all means, please keep talking. Uh, I love that. But anyways, no, I, now that you say that, Nikolai, I feel like the same thing too. Cause like the picture that you shared, Alex, and, and kind of like that journey you've been on, I'm just like the, when I was preparing to like talk with y'all, like the word that came up to mind that I would have loved to, well, we don't have to still do it, but I might do it by myself is like grief. Is I'm not even joking. Like the word grief was like the one that, that came up for me. And just, I don't know what to do with it because grieving is such a like weird and odd process. You can grieve like hard things. You can grieve things that make you angry. You can grieve all the things. And so there's like this range of emotions that go with it. And just like, I, I just don't know how to sit down <laughs> and, and like be, I have to always do. And then, which makes me feel stuck at the same time. So, which goes back to my thing about being gentle with myself and like being okay. So like, which also goes back to that word connection of which I, we were talking about before we started recording. So yeah, I don't know if y'all have any other thoughts on on all the shares, but that's just what came up to me with everything y'all shared. Yeah, I mean, that resonates so much. I think grief comes up, but how often are there places to like explore that mm -hmm. and really get deep into it? It reminds me, even in the pre-show, Jonathan, when we were talking about how you were having a conversation, you're like, uh, could you define that word for me? <laughs> yeah. It makes me even think of like, wow, what are our own definitions of grief? Mm -hmm. And also maybe because we just did this body scan of like, where does grief live in you? Mm -hmm. And where does it live in me? That's a great question that I've never explored ever, 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 but I would want to. <laughs> so it's like, like, where is that grief living in my body? Is it my shoulder? <laughs> maybe it is, honestly. No, that's, a, that's an amazing share. Thank you so much. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just like so relaxed right now. I just feel good, y'all. <laughs> So when you do a social journaling like time, because I can imagine like if I'm in a if I'm at work and like I'm in a highly stressful job, which was my last one, and like the call is to like do like a social journal. I'm curious about how how those things go. Like how how are those experiences for those people? Obviously, you don't have to give like like really specific examples, but I'm curious about like for these folks, like how are they experiencing these live journal sessions? Because like for me. This is my jam. I love this, but I'm just trying to picture some of my former coworkers and people that I know. They just be like, "What is this?" <laughs> and that's for either one of you. So. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll start. Nick, let me know if I ever miss anything. 
The first thing that comes to mind is the word trust. Mm. Like I think to embark on this, it takes trust. We can, and a lot of times that when we do something like this, we can really see like, where's their trust in the organization? Mm. And then where is has trust been broken or never been fostered? And the most incredible moments are though, because we're doing this journaling and because Nikolai and I, we share, we ask leaders to share, they have the intimacy of like the breakout rooms before we share in the main room. They also have that period of like individual reflection to like Mm. write things down or they're put in a position to like verbally process with someone else. It starts to build trust. Because I think a lot of times, like, yes, we can say trust needs to happen on an organizational level or it has to have, exist within a team. But I think a lot of times, because of the way that business runs and expectations of work, sometimes we recognize that it's broken a little bit of trust within ourselves for ourselves. Because mm-hmm. we feel the pressure of having to show up a certain way or the pressure of different deadlines. And so to take this moment of slowing down, to invite that gentleness to invite that silence sometimes too, it really opens up to encourage someone. Let's build that trust with you first. Let's build that trust so that you can have the confidence of words in order to even communicate what it is that you need. Hmm. And I kind of see that as the foundation, like in any session, like we always get asked the question of like, yeah, how do you do this? How do people respond? But I think that when we encourage individuals to connect with themselves first, we do notice that a lot more people are willing to speak up and to share. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Like when we go in an organization, we usually go in because there's a need, right? Team building, culture work, something's not going right, or they're doing a good job and they want to invest in it. And so we'll go in there with a topic at hand and We truly believe, for example, we just had actually a client workshop earlier today, teaching on boundaries and self-empathy. And like, I'll just, from my personal experience, like when I first, we first started doing this work, I'm like, I'm going to be a thought leader. I'm going to go and teach people how to be this way. And it's going to be great. And then they're going to be like completely freed and overcome their challenge and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I'm like, this is great. The more that we do this work, oh my gosh, it is not like this knowledge transfer, I have something, let me give it to you. Like, you don't need to read another book on empathy, Jonathan. Like, you don't need to read 10 more books on like, I mean, knowledge is important. Please go like read and do those things. But if you're trying to (laughs) overcome, you know, like that's important, go do that. But if you're trying to overcome a challenge, it's like, you know when you're doing it and you know when you're not. Mm -hmm. What we do is like hold space within, and we also work with communities. So not just organization, but organization or community holding space for people to explore like how are like what Alex is saying like how are boundaries not honored in the workspace like how are you actually experiencing work like what is your experience of work everyone has a different experience of work like can we create a space a container for people to begin to actually explore actually converse actually say like yeah I tried that thing and I got a bad response and it didn't work And then someone else share, oh, yeah, this is what I did instead, or this is what's working for me. Mm -hmm. Alex says this um, all the time, and it's so true, is like your experience is your expertise. And like so much of what we do is like try to look outward to like, let me get that. Let me learn how to do that better. Let me me 
go outside of myself. And if we take a moment to just like, ex- just sit with ourselves, identify like what is actually going on, like Alex said, we usually find the right answer of like, what's the next best move? Like, do I need to like invite someone in to help me? Do I need to actually just rework this, see this from a different perspective? But we're so busy. Like we're so go, go, go to your point. Like what's the the performance, the deadline, then the mm-hmm. review, then the promotion. Like I don't have time to sit and reflect. I don't have time to explore how boundaries, my boundaries are being honored or mm-hmm. like how I'm connecting with the person that I'm working with. But we find that when people take the time to do, to do that, that's the game changer. And that's how you build connection. That's how you build healthy cultures. That's actually actually build relationships with people. Mm-hmm. I, I love that too. And I feel like people are, <laughs> real family's going to get annoyed of me saying this, but I, I feel like that's the difference between like this abundance mindset and like this like scarcity mindset of like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. But like, I've tried to move away from saying like, oh, I didn't have time to do this. Like, oh my gosh, like I really messed up. Like I've decided to like start saying like, I didn't make time and shifting it, shifting it that way. I had a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago and he's a, he's a, he's a life coach. And he was just saying like, you know, honestly, there are some, sometimes we have things on our, on our like to do list that are like really important to us, but we put them on a like to do list. And then there are things that are in, like things that we really want to do that we really want to accomplish. And we need to move those things to a must do list. Cause if it's on a must do list, we'll try and make ways to make those things happen. And so I think finding moments of stillness, finding moments of peace, finding moments of being, I think when we, they sound like very big things, but like we just had like this time of just like whatever, you know, less than 10 minutes and like discovered so many things about like ourselves, about each other by the shares that were, were had. And so even with Alice, what, was say, uh, what you were saying was like about those spaces of trust and vulnerability, I just think about like how nerve-wracking and scary that could be to have like your supervisor there and you're you're, like sharing about you know your experience at work but at the same time what does it mean if they themselves like are expressing something not even deeply profound but just like yo I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) as a leader and like that that space that that creates for people to be like really honest what does that mean and what does that do for your team the culture the community for yourself and being in a space to and a mindset of like, maybe I'm going to risk this because my manager said he doesn't know what he's doing, but like, hey, yo, I had this idea. Like, what do you think? Let's try it. And I just remember having that space, like even when I was a leader for this team and just uh, saying, y'all, I mean, this is the middle of COVID. This is a pandemic. I don't know how to lead a team in the middle of a pandemic. I've led a team to do a lot of different things, but I, I, this is un, unknown territory. So like, yo, I'm going to fail. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to drop the ball. I have, you know, literally hundreds and hundreds of emails in my inbox. So if I I mess up, yo, I mess up. And like that created like this space of vulnerability and risk taking and not being scared to take risks. That was like, honestly, it was inspiring to see the things that they came up with. Cause I'm like, yo, let's try that. That's incredible. Like you've been sitting on that. Come on now. You don't sit on that. Let's like, let's do it. You know? And those are kind of the things that I, I think of, but also like, I think of like even community impact, right. Of just like, of innovation, of ways of like, not just being and, and being still and like seeing this person, this other person as like their whole selves as they're sharing these things, 
But like, now that I know that about you, now that you shared that thing about you that like actually connects us, what can we do to like impact our community? Like what ways can we bring those things together that like, yo, like how can we like innovate? How can we change? How can we create impact on a larger scale? And I think, uh, and going back to you, I'm, I'm ranting now, I'm rambling, but like going back to that, that thing that I shared before of just like lost my train of thought. It's gone. Uh, but, <laughs> but just anyways, I just, I just think of, I just think about that, but like some of my best, like experiences have been some of those like most vulnerable, vulnerable spaces. Yeah. I love that. You, you can go on for as long as you want. It's wonderful to listen to. And one of the things that kind of came up for me as you were speaking is that anything we do or say is a form of an invitation. Mm. of like sharing our feeling or sometimes sharing like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like mm. this is a situation I've never been with before is an invitation for the people who share that conversation with you to then share their ideas, mm. to share their opinion or to just share the space and like share silence together. Mm. And that's something that I've been thinking about that we talk about a lot too is um, earlier today we were talking about why is it so hard to ask for help? Mm. Mm -hmm. To like know that we are in a position of like struggle or challenge and be like, I know that there are people that are, that will support me because they have supported me and have extended those offers. But sometimes we need an invitation in the present. And so kind of viewing that sometimes sharing a personal story of mine can be an invitation for someone to share their own personal story. If I'm talking all the time, sometimes my me showing up in silence is an invitation for someone else to fill that space with their wisdom. And so really thinking of arriving in each moment of like, what do I want to invite? And also, how can I extend invitations to other people so that they can share what is on their mind or in their hearts or in their body? That is good. Thank you so much. Gosh, y'all, this time is like legit flown by. Honestly, it has. Thank you so much for coming on the show and just sharing this and the work that you're doing in the workplace. I know it was like more of a, you know, Hey, this is, this is actually what they do. And it's incredibly impactful on organizations, um, but also in communities. But I, I would love for y'all to go ahead and plug, like, you know, where can folks find you? Um, I know that y'all do mindfulness or social journaling every day, right? And folks can sign up for that. Is that, is that accurate? So share with the real family, how could they get connected with Olay and the things that you're doing? I would love for them to keep up with y'all. Absolutely. I mean, we have the usual, the website, the social media and everything like that. Uh, but want to share it to everyone is like, we do free community events where mm. you can social journal and kind of experience it with a lot of things you don't really know until you experience it. So this is our invitation to you to join us for one of our monthly events, or we host it every single morning as well. So if you're interested, there are forms and contact pages on our website, or you can reach out to us directly at hello at olay.com. And if you're not ready to do that in a bigger community, but you just want to do it privately with the two of us, we'd love to schedule some time with you. And other than that, it's like invite your partner, invite a colleague, invite your kid or your parent or your best friend or someone you want to get to know a little bit deeper. Or if you ever experience like a challenge or an argument or tension, Invite social journaling as a way to take a step back, figure out what you're really feeling or thinking, and then come together with that person to share that conversation. But yeah, this is, we love to social journal. 
we do it a lot in our first meeting. So if you're interested or even intrigued, like, please join us. Absolutely. And we did, we actually did one. So like, if y'all are curious, I mean, they let us through one. So if you skip to this part, go back and listen to that and actually do it and then reach out to them again and, 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 and get connected with them. But again, thank you so much, Alex and Nikolai, for coming onto the show, for sharing your wisdom, yourselves, your story, your journey with us. I know I got a ton out of it. Uh, this was so fun. Even the pre-show was amazing. I'm like, yo, this is good peoples, good peoples. But yes, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This podcast was produced by myself, Jonathan Dumas. Additional production helped by the incomparable Lindsay Dumas with music by the oh-so-talented Mr. Tony Veras. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. It really helps folks discover the show. Till next time, y'all. Peace.